Good morning. I'm glad to be with you this morning, and uh, I really enjoyed the worship uh, with people of God here in this place. Yeah, today I will speak about the prayer of Jabez, and this is a very important passage in the Word of God. Do you know that there are more than 600 prayers in the Word of God? By the way, one of the ways that we can learn to pray is to pray through the Word, through the Word of God. There are recorded prayers in the Word of God that teaches us how to pray. And this prayer is one of them. I will read from 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 5 to 10. In the few chapters of 1 Chronicles, it talks about the descendants of the children of Israel. And in chapter 4, it talks about the descendants of Judah. We will read from verse 5. Ashur, the father of Taqua, had two wives, Hala and Nara. Nara bore him a Khuzam, Hafer, a Taimani, and al Ashkatari. These were the descendants of Nara. The sons of Hala, Sirth, Sohar, Athnan. By the way, if you are looking uh, for a name, for a baby name, for you or your children, uh, so for your children or, or grandchildren, this is a good list of names that you can choose from. Uh, verse 8. And Qus, who was the father of Abnub, and Hasubiyah, and the clans of Ahrael, son of Harim. So the scripture mentions the list of names on this chapter, but it stops with Jabez. In verse 9 says... Jabez was more honorable than his brothers. His mother had named Jabez, saying, I gave birth to him in pain. Jabez cried out to the God of Israel, Oh, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Let your hand be with me and keep me from harm so that I will be free from pain. And God granted his request. What catches our attention here, this is a short prayer made up of two lines, but it's very important and powerful prayer. Let us talk a little bit about prayer. A lot of people think that praying is a complicated thing, but prayer simply is a conversation between you and your Heavenly Father. It's very simple. You talk to him because he knows you, he knows your needs, and what's even you don't know about yourself. So use simple words in your prayers, like a little child talks to his father. Imagine with me if your kid come to you in the morning and says, Good morning, thy father. I know that you are a good man, and you love to do good things for all people. Father, Dad, please, if it's your will, bless your child with $10 to buy lunch. <laughs> that would be strange, right? God wants us to be simple, as simple as talk to him in a very simple words, use our own words. Your Heavenly Father wants to bless you and want to give you what you need and has many plans and good thoughts for you. And he loves prayers that have faith and boldness and trust. 
Let's look at Jabez's prayer. We don't know much about Jabez, but his name means pain, suffering, anguish, and sorrow. Imagine with me, his name is pain. When his mother talked to him, she would say, come pain and go pain. When he was little, he was a little pain. And, he, and when he grew up, he was a big pain. It's a hard name to have. But his name didn't stop him from talking to God. His, his circumstances didn't stop him from talking to God. He could have had self-pity. Why they named me Jabez? Why did God allow me to have this name? Why was I born to this family? Why do these things happen to me? His solution to these questions was to pray. To pray. And he prayed a very powerful prayer. His birth had been so painful. Actually, I was there when my wife had our three children. We as men sympathized with the pain of labor, but we don't understand it. The most pain we have in just when we get sick or have flu. By the way, the exact meaning of his name, of Jabez's name in Hebrew, means the one who causes pain. The one who causes pain. Why did his mother choose this name for him? Some Bible scholars say that the father might have died while his mother was pregnant. Others say he might have been born into a poor family that they couldn't afford another child. The Bible says that Jabez was more honorable than his brother. He was more respected than his brothers. And the word means more honorable in the eyes of God than his brothers, because he knew how to pray. Let us look to this prayer. His bold prayer has four main requests. We would like to look at these four requests this morning. Number one, number one, he said, you would bless me indeed. You would bless me indeed. This prayer may seem like a selfish prayer. But the Holy Spirit stopped to talk about this prayer. As I said, he mentioned the name of the descendants of Judah. Then he stopped with Jabez and he mentioned that Jabez prayed this prayer. Like when the blind man, Bartimaeus, cried out to Jesus and Jesus stopped on his way. There are prayers that make God stop and intervene. And maybe there are other prayers without power. He said, you would bless me indeed. What is a blessing? A blessing is the grace of God can give and he is able to answer our prayer. In Proverbs 10, 22, it says, the blessing of the Lord makes one rich, and he adds no sorrow to it. There are blessings that don't add to your life anything, and it's with sorrow. Not every blessing is a good thing. Not every blessing is a blessing. 
Let's think back to Jacob. He gets the birthright from his father. But this was not a blessing. And he runs away from his family until he comes to the place where he says to God, I will not leave you until you bless me. This was the real blessing. And he gets blessed from God. And we know that God changes his name to Israel and also he changes his destiny. The place where this happened is called Phineel, which means face of God. And by the way, this place is in Jordan. The blessing of God is everything we have in Christ. In the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 3, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. The blessing is your right in Jesus Christ. God wants you to ask and knock until you get the blessing. Our problem is that we don't ask. James 4, chapter 4, verse 2 says, Yet you don't have what you want because you don't ask God for it. Ask for big things and don't be afraid. Your father is able. Your father is generous. Ask according to God's richness and capabilities. So this is the first part of his prayer. He said, you would bless me indeed. Second, he said, enlarge my territory. God wants to expand your territory. And this is more, much more than financial blessing. It means that God will expand and enlarge everything you have. It means more souls, more spiritual sons, more influence, more responsibilities, more opportunities, more wisdom. And that reminds me with a passage from Isaiah 54, verses 2 and 3, when Isaiah says, Enlarge the place of your tent, stretch your tent curtains wide, do not hold back, lengthen your cords, strengthen your stakes, for you will spread out to the right, to the left, your descendants will dispose nations and settle in their desolate cities. God gave these words to a barren woman and told her to enlarge her tent because she will have many children because she will be fruitful. And at that time, she has no children. And God asked her to enlarge her tent because things are coming. Good things are coming in the way. God encourages us with these words today, this morning, to prepare us for what's coming because he will give us more, more ministry, more fruits, more influence. He wants us to reach more people because people are hungry for the word of God. Actually, God is doing a lot of good things in, uh, here in Winnipeg, in the Middle East. I don't have to sh time to share many stories. But uh, earlier this year, I was in one of the countries in North Africa. And people are open, are, are hungry for the word of God. I met with people there who had many questions. And I sat with them for hours to answer their questions. 
Do you know here in this country, many people, they heard the gospel like 50 times, 100 times, but there are some places in the world, they, they have people that they never heard about Jesus before. The gospel is the good news of Jesus Christ. And many people are looking for answers. And the harvest is ready. God wants you to enlarge. You want us to enlarge our territories. To reach the needy people with the good news. And the Bible said about Jabez that God gave him what he asked for. He gave him what he asked for. He asked for enlargement and God gave him this enlargement. When you take a seed and plant it, it produces a lot of fruit. God wants us to, see, to sow seeds and to use our gifts for God's glory. Think of a practical way to ask God to enlarge your territory. Whatever your ministry is, ask God to have better skills, better ministry, to use your gifts and multiply them. And this is the plan of God from the beginning when he said to Adam and Eve, uh, be fruitful and mul multiply, fill the earth and govern it. So he prayed, enlarge my territory. Number three, the, the third part of his prayer, he said, let your hand be with me. It's not enough to bless me and to enlarge my territory, but I need your hand to be with me and to support me. A lot of blessings can ruin people and keep them away from God unless you put God as a priority in your life and allow yourself to be led by his hand. You know, in ministry, we have a lot of responsibilities and challenges. We need God's hand to be with us. If you have a big vision for your life, your family, your ministry, you need God's hand to support you. The hand of the Lord has many meanings in the word of God. It can be judgment and it can be a blessing. I don't want the hand of the Lord to be against me, but to be with me. Many verses in the word of God about the hand of the Lord. I read just two verses. Psalm 145 verse 16 you open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. In Psalm 119, he says, Let your hand become my help, for I have chosen your precepts. And you remember Peter in Matthew 14, when he asked Jesus, Lord, if you are, command me to come to you on the water. And Jesus said, Come. And Peter stepped out from the boat, and he walked on the water, coming to Jesus. But the Bible says when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and he started drowning. The Bible said immediately Jesus stretched out his hand and caught him. This is the hand of the Lord, which can save us, which can protect us. In the same way that he saved Peter, this is what God will do for you when you call out to him and ask for his hand and ask for his protection. Sometimes things in life don't work out the way we want them to. And sometimes many things, bad things can happen to us in life. 
one thing after another. But when we look back, and when you look back to your life, you can see how God's hand was with you over the years. No matter what you are facing today, tell God, I want your hand to be with me. I want your hand to support me. There is a story about, about a man who was um, shipwrecked in an island. And he built a small cottage from wood, and he ate coconut from the trees. Uh, time passed, and no one noticed him. One time he was sitting outside of his cottage when the lightning struck the cottage and it burned. And this man was upset and was very angry. And he said, why, God, this happened? Why have you allowed this happen to me? It's not enough that I am alone in this island by myself and also my cottage be burnt. Next day, a ship came to save him. And he asked them, how do you know about me? They said, you sent us a signal, so we came to save you. Even the hard things we pass through, God can be God's answer for our lives. Sometimes God's answer will be in a way that we didn't expect. But let us this morning remember this famous verse in Romans 8, 28. And we know that all things work together for good for those who love God, for those who who are called according to his purposes. Let your hand be with me. Finally, and people like the word finally when they listen to sermons. <laughs> finally, number four, his first requ fourth request is, keep me from evil. Keep me from evil. Why he didn't start with this request? Usually, we need God's protection when we have answered prayers. Sometimes with growth comes pressure and challenges, and we need God to protect us from the evil one. When Paul and Silas cast out the evil spirit from the damsel possessed with the spirit of divination, and she became free, the devil attacked them, and the result was that they put Paul and Silas in prison. But God has another purpose for them there, and he used them for the jailer and his family. When God blesses us, we need to pray for protection. Please pray for everyone in ministry. Pray for your pastors, leaders, because they are in front lines, and they have influence, and they are more susceptible to the devil's attack. We are, in, we are in a spiritual warfare. We need to understand this all the time. We have one enemy, which is the devil. We don't have human enemies. Even your mother-in-law is not your enemy. We like to make jokes in the Middle East about the mother-in-law. I'm not sure about here. Even your mother-in-law is not your enemy. We have just one enemy, is the devil. And we need to be aware of his uh, attacks. In the Lord's Prayer, Jesus taught his disciples to pray, don't lead us into temptation. Ask God to open your eyes 
and to give you the spirit of discernment, when you pray, say, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. I don't want to fall into sin. I don't want to be prideful. But I need to pray for God to keep me from evil, from the world, from myself. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 8, this is a very famous verse, it says, Be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. For this reason, Jabez prayed, keep me from evil. I want to encourage you to pray this prayer every, every day. It's a very simple prayer, but at the same time, it's a very powerful prayer. Pray it every day, and you will see change in your life. Ask God to be with you, his hand to be with you. Ask God to enlarge your territory, to bless you indeed, and to save you and to keep you from the evil one. This is one of the prayers that catches the attention of God because God answered this prayer. The Bible says, and God granted his request. Would you like to bow your heads with me to pray? We want to thank you, Lord, for Jabez's prayer. We ask you, Lord, to bless us so we can be a blessing to others. Enlarge my territory. Help me to pray more, to give more, to have more spiritual children, to have more influence for your kingdom. Expand my influence for your glory. Let your hand be with me always. Keep me from evil and from temptation. Protect us, Lord, from being wise in our own eyes, but instead give us wisdom from heaven. Thank you for giving Jabez what he asked for, and you are expecting answers for our prayers. Lord, I ask you to bless this church, enlarge their vision, and use them to have an influence in this region. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen.